I wanted to share just a couple thoughts on a common topic and question that I get nearly every day in the realm of men's health. And this is about switching between different hair loss medications. There are topical, there are oral, there are combination sprays, there are injections, there are a variety of things that patients can utilize depending on their commitment and their curiosity around hair loss. So the first one that I want to address right out of the gate is what happens when you switch from one to the other? Shedding can happen at any point in time. It's a part of the normal hair loss process that occurs whether or not a patient is taking any sort of medication or remedy for hair loss. But when transitioning from finasteride to minoxidil or vice versa, it certainly is possible to experience some degree of shedding. This is because they work differently through different mechanisms. Finasteride primarily inhibits the hormone responsible for hair loss, miniaturization, thinness, brittleness, all the negative things that go along with male pattern hair loss and also in females as well to some degree, and that is DHT. Minoxidil works through a different mechanism, although there is some overlap and there are some evidence uh, in smaller studies about hormonal impacts of minoxidil. But minoxidil, which is an old blood pressure medication, actually works by stimulating hair growth. The theory is that it increases blood flow through the follicles, which increases nutrient delivery to the follicles themselves and can enhance hair growth. Obviously, hair loss is very individual depending on genetics, lifestyle, hormones, stress, illness, a variety of other things. Stopping finasteride certainly can lead to a temporary increase in hair shedding as the body adjusts to the absence of the DHT blocking effects at the level of the hair follicle. Next is the time it takes to, to uh, regrow hair is really variable. It depends on genetic factors, as I alluded to before, and a variety of other things, environmental lifestyle. One of the things that people fail to understand or recognize is that there are a variety of environmental toxins that can impact not only general health but also hair loss and hair regrowth. It takes a few months for hair to go through its normal life cycles, and therefore it's going to take a few months in general for most people to see any particular change, whether or not they're using minoxidil, finasteride, topical, or combination of any or the all the above. During this transition period, the hair that's lost from stopping finasteride might not be immediately replaced by new growth from that triggered by minoxidil. It's important to have some realistic expectations and understand that this process is gradual. It's going to be gradual. There's really not much that can be done to accelerate the life cycle of hair. It goes through a growth, a maturation, a dormant, and a shedding phase, regardless of medication use or not. Also, there's some myths out there or misbeliefs that one drug may be better for certain parts of the scalp versus others. The take-home point here is that finasteride works on the hair follicles. It depends on somewhat the status of the hair follicles, whether they're dormant, whether they're damaged, whether they're dead. It's really difficult to reinvigorate a dead follicle, so to speak. Metoxidil is believed to show maybe some more effectiveness at stimulating hair at the front of the scalp. That's really not clearly proven in the literature. Both medications can be effective in various areas of the scalp. The important thing to note is that finasteride works systemically to reduce DHT levels and therefore can affect hair growth, hair preservation, and hair loss across the entire scalp. Minoxidil, obviously if it's applied topically, is going to work where it's applied topically. There is some systemic absorption of anything applied to the scalp. It depends on a variety of factors as well. I know that sounds vague, but that's just the reality of how it works. So oral minoxidil obviously is more systemic and based on absorption and the mechanism of action should work on viable follicles wherever they are, which is in part by the explanation of 
side effects, why patients who are taking ormonoxidil may get hair growth in other places that maybe they don't intend, like the back, the sides of the face, the temples, things like that. So it's really crucial to understand that the changes, the process of hair loss is highly individual. It depends on so many factors. This This video is just a mechanism and a method to share some information and some education. So take care. Be well.